you're listening to the Just Go Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Wyatt, with the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. And I'm TJ Jeskowitz from Ragbri. So this is the podcast where we talk about bicycling just for the fun of it. There's going to be tales from all over the nation about really great cycling adventures. So come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. Hmm. Not a frozen smile this week, huh? Because the temps are above zero in in Iowa today compared to the last two weeks. And you know, I don't I don't care. This week, uh, that's fine as long as in the next two weeks it warms up and stays dry. <laughs> uh, for the expo, the route announcement party, it can do what it wants right now. Yeah, we'll get some relief. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing about Iowa. If you don't like the weather, just wait an hour and it'll change. And <laughs> um, you know, and and don't go by those forecasts. I mean, I've I've I, there's some good friends of ours, or cycling friends that are that are meteorologists, if you will, Curtis Gertz, Jason Park, and I, I like those guys, but you know they're they're quite often wrong. Those those weathermen that say we're going to get this or that. So um, love you guys, but you're you're wrong quite a bit. So they're about as accurate as people say. I know what town is going to be on the route. How about that? Right, right. Well, good. Right. So um, this week, I don't know if you happen to see. There was a big article that came out in the Des Moines Register by Kyle Munson, and it, Kyle came down and sat down with me and just just kind of kind of chatted, and he he basically said, in so many words, you know, Donald calls not got long to go, and he's kind of at the end of his long and winding road was the headline of of the article, and and Donald Call who. For those that don't know, was the co-founder of Ragbri with John Karras back in 1973, and for the first mm-hmm. ten years, Don Call and John Karras were the driving force behind Ragbri. They invented this thing as a as a lark, if you will, of hey, let's ride our bikes across the state. You know, and for uh-huh. ten years, uh, Don Call and John Karras were were Ragbri, and yeah. what they did can never be erased. I mean, Don after 10 years really just said hey i'm done with it you know i'm i'm <laughs> i'm okay i mean i've <laughs> i've seen enough people get to the river and throw their bike in the river and say they're done and they come <laughs> back the next year but uh, he he did yeah. walk away and that can never take away from what he did to to really inspire our summers and i i can't think those two gentlemen enough for what what they did to you know just have summer after summer of fun in iowa so um thinking of the call family at this time um he's he's been battling prostate cancer and he just um you know really opened up to kyle and just said hey it's not getting any better i've got about a year if that to to be with with my family and um so just want to let the the call family hey we're thinking about you the ragbri nation is thinking about you and we really do appreciate everything you've done to put a lot of fun into our lives with Ragbri. Yeah, it's it's certainly been an impact, and and uh, I know, yeah, the nation and the world wouldn't be the same if if uh, those two people didn't get together and and dream up this. How do we how do we ride our bikes across the state and get our company to pay the expenses, and then turn this into the monster that it is that really defines. Yeah, some of the bicycling in Iowa. I mean, uh, we had great bicycling before, and and uh, 
think they were just able to exploit the fun and and uh, make it happen that way. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, and we've been working. I've been working with the Des Moines Arts Foundation and a couple other people. Myself, there's a couple of cyclists that sit on the board. Um, you know, one of them is Carl Voss, as a lot of people know. Uh, also, there's another Kathy Murphy that, that sits on there, yep. and, uh, mm-hmm. and and Kathy's son is um, the the bike builder Nick Fry, who founded Boo Bikes. Um, so you probably mm-hmm. know that name. Um, so there's people like right. that that are that have some history of of Ragbri and what it means to this community, and we're trying to do the proper uh, recognition of them. So we've been working on this project for a little bit. Uh, I'm really going to come down to the teams and say, we we need to get this in gear. Obviously, you know, Call doesn't have have long to go in his life. Karis's health is not in the best shape. Obviously, he lost Anne this year. So um, we, we need to step that up in the next year. And we've got some exciting things. Working with the Army Corps of Engineers is always a, f- a fun thing. You think you think uh, Congress is fun or the state capital is fun? <laughs> Tried working with the Army Corps of Engineers on a project, so uh-huh. so it'll happen. It's just um, you know, bear with us. At at some point, we're going to un- unveil. We've got we're down to really two artists that have just amazing concepts, and hopefully, in the near future, we'll unveil some plans and and so you can see what this thing is shaping up to be. But it, it's even uh, from the early plans that I've seen, it's even better than I imagined. So it'll be a proper recognition for these two two great founders. Yeah, great. Good. So what's going on in, in your world, Mark? I know um, the Capitol is, is up and running. Uh, lots of stuff happening with the legislators in the state of Iowa. You've got anything going on over at the Capitol? We've got um, quite a bit going on, which is pretty cool. Um, We've got three bills in play right now, which is is always exciting at this point, uh, you know, well before the funnel. Um, our change lanes to pass bicycles bill is uh, is still alive. Uh, it's still something we're working on, but there's a couple other bills that have surfaced. Uh, one, believe it or not, is to use, allow using your right arm to signal a right turn. Um it's not a legal signal in Iowa. That in 37 other states, you can do that. You can just point the direction that you're going, hmm. uh, but not in Iowa, uh, which is is not surprising at all. Um, so we're working uh, we're working with uh, the Senate uh, to try to advance that bill forward. Uh, we've been assigned a really great subcommittee with some people that know bicycling, which I think is great, um, and we'll uh, continue to track that. And then the third bill that we're working on is a hit-and-run crash reporting. Now, this seems a little um, sad, but uh, this came up here just a couple years ago in Ames where a pedestrian was hit by a a Cyride bus. And Mm -hmm. there's a gap in the law that says if you didn't know somebody died or was injured when the crash happened, you don't have to report it and you can actually hit and run. Um, and, and that's exactly what happened there. Uh, this woman got run over and, uh, the, the driver didn't know that, that a fatality had occurred. Uh, and yet when he learned still didn't come forward. Um, so, uh, they're trying to close that gap. Uh, hit and run crashes for bicyclists are, are pretty prevalent. So that's, uh, that's something that we're concerned about that's done right. And, and, uh, we're pushing some some action on that. Uh, the other ones that are there, bicycle and trail funding and a hands-free, uh, uh, hands-free texting bill, um, 
they've all been uh, assigned to subcommittees at this point. Um, so we're, we're going to continue to work on those bills as they come forward. IowaBicycleCoalition.org slash legislation or click the link on our front page and you can actually go to the page and send emails, Facebook or tweets to your legislator uh, if you're from Iowa and uh, you can do it right there on the page and and uh, um, you can get four or five emails off really quick and uh, that lets uh, everybody know that you're going to take action on behalf of bicycling. So Very cool. that's the work that I'm up to this week. Good. Well, all that, and we're still planning for a pretty major event. What are we, we're down to about 10 days or so, and obviously the Iowa Bike Expo. We've got Safe Routes to School Summit. We've got La Ride uh, screening on Wednesday. We've got draft. We've got, oh, just uh, all kinds of meetings uh, during the day at the at the Iowa Bike Expo, and then we, we conclude the weekend with, with the Ride, Ride, Ride announcement party. And so, wow. I mean, uh if that doesn't warm you up after these temperatures, mm-hmm. um, just to talk about cycling, I'm I'm, I'm so pumped because then we get to talk. Yeah. I mean, there's there, we're down to you know really two people that know the route at this point, and and I'm not one. Of yeah, them. and you're not one. <laughs> so pretty soon the the entire world can can talk, and, and it's just amazing the speculation out there. I'm I'm reading you know every once in a while. Don't don't ever go into the forums or chat rooms because it'll drive you batty, but. Just for fun, I, I once in a while I poke my head in there to see what what people are saying and and the statements of of profound fact that is going to their town is just I, you know I heard from this person and whatever I can tell you it's all BS because no one knows it and uh, there'll be a lot of people ooh didn't see that coming uh, that night so um, so hey stay tuned the best way to hear the information firsthand without delays or anything like that or don't trust facebook live or anything like that is go to the rag by red announcement mm-hmm. party still tickets available mark still tickets available iowabicyclecoalition.org just click on the route announcement link and it'll take you right there also you know since i'm sharing links we do have this really cool silent auction that happens yeah uh, during this event and if you go to here's here's the website url iowabike.cbo.io iowabike.cbo.io that will take you um, to the route announcement silent auction even if you're not in the room you can actually bid on items and win them and help support really great causes like the Iowa Bicycle Coalition and the Dream Team and and those sorts of things is it's just so helpful to us. Very cool. Very cool. So lots going on pretty much. I mean, we'll get those links up on our website as well for people mm-hmm. that, that tune in, want to click on that, um, you know, silent auction or, or get tickets to the route party or, you know, the cool thing about the Iowa Bike Expo it's free. You don't need a ticket. Yeah. You know, just come down to downtown Des Moines. You know, you might have to pay for parking. You could ride your bike if you want. You can walk. 
but carpool if you will but oh wow you don't want to miss the iowa bike expo one of the one of the top uh bike expos in the entire country and so it's mm-hmm. going to be you know bursting at the seams we move to the new room um lots of vendors i think probably next week maybe we'll feature or you know talk about some of those vendors that'll be there a little bit more yeah. but um lots of fun coming up so if you haven't marked your calendar uh you haven't got your flights in or anything like that or plans to travel to des moines that weekend make sure you do it because lots of fun so well, 12, cool. 12 days 12 days and we're gonna wow. have some fun okay. yeah okay cool so hey um i know we have some murphology this week we got uh aka murph mm-hmm. did an interview with with our friend tony burnett i think you know tony pretty well don't you oh yeah he used to work for us yeah. so tony's a great guy so he is a iowa bicycle coalition alum and so i he, i think he talks a little bit about biking i know he's had his hands in textiles and does some racing so it'll be good to hear what's going on in the the life and times of tony burnett and i think we also have a, a parrot talk with with a special guest um with aka murph again so um lots of fun coming up later on the Jisco bike podcast so we might as well get to it huh Let's just go bike. Well, hello, Just Go Bike podcast listeners. This is Kathy Murphy, a.k.a. Murph, and I'm here today with Tony Burnett. Hey, Tony, and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Well, Tony is a business owner here in Cedar Rapids, which we are on site right now at your business. And he also has a passion for biking. Put those two things together and you've got Bike Rags Apparel, which is a custom apparel shop that caters to the cycling industry. I wanted to chat with Tony about bike rags, but also about biking in general. So let's get started. So Tony, I have seen you, we both, your business is in the same neighborhood that I live, which is pretty cool. So um, not in this sort of winter, but I've seen you uh, commuting on your bike delivering shirts to businesses with your dog in tow. Uh, I've seen you self-contained. You know, actually, I'm pretty sure that you've gone biked out to Ragbury a couple times and all kinds of great adventures. Several times, Several yes. Several times. So what would you say is your current style of cycling these days? Uh, it's a good question, and it's hard to really narrow it down to one thing. Yeah. Uh, cycling, to me, it's more of a lifestyle than, than, uh, than anything else. So as far as my cycling style, it, uh, it's my lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, I commute as often as I can. I love doing bike packing and camping trips, self-contained touring. Um, been doing some racing, gravel racing, cross racing, fat bike racing. I like playing on the fat bike out in the, the river bottoms and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I, I don't think I can narrow it down to one style. It's kind of just bikes are all, all encompassing in my life. Does that mean you have multiple bikes too? I have, I have multiple bikes. <laughs> I think most people in our circle of friends now yeah. have more bikes than cars. I've been trying to thin the herd because it's it's taking up more space than it uh, than it should. Yeah, I have an emotional attachment to my bikes. I mean, I have a bike that I probably haven't ridden in years, and every time I look at it, I'm like, I should probably sell that. Somebody could get some good use out of that bike. But then I think of all the memories, and uh-huh, I just exactly. cancel it. So, um, so you mentioned briefly that you uh, do a little bit of racing. So tell us a little bit about what kind of racing you do and how you got into it. Um, so I typically just do gravel racing, um, a little bit of cross racing. I really like doing fat bike races. I like riding in the winter, and I like that kind of style. Um, 
how I got into it, I don't know specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think kind of the people I ride around with that I, that I associate with are kind of in that into that kind of stuff. I just I do enjoy the competitive nature of it. I like the personal challenge because um, mm-hmm. some of the races I do are, are long distance. Uh, I just did uh, the Triple D yesterday up in Dubuque, and that was 100K, about 63 miles. And that was, you know, through cornfields and snowmobile trails and, and you know, limestone trail. Pretty, pretty good mix of terrain. I like that kind of stuff. Uh, keeps me from getting bored. I don't think I could ever do road racing. I think I'd get too bored. Um, and, and, and also the, you know, in those styles of racing, the, the, the crowd of people that usually come across are pretty laid back and pretty, just pretty cool people to be around. Um, and they're out there, they're riding hard and they're having a good time doing it too. So I think that's what draws me to it. Well, I know, uh, I noticed on Facebook, there were a ton of pictures of people who were talking about triple D. Most of them had multiple layers on and face masks. And I saw a lot of fat bikes, but what exactly is triple D? Uh, Is it a race or a ride? It's a race. race. So they also have a poker run. So you can either do the race or the poker run. So it's a race and a ride, but they, so they also do, if there's snow cross country skiing, Oh, race okay. And a running race. So that's where the triple comes in. There's bike race or bike run and ski. Got it. Um, but there's no snow. They don't do the ski. So they also have a running. There was a 50K uh, running race in this during the same time. So it's it's a multiple level event. Uh, but I think it's probably most known for the uh, the fat bike race. And it's not even specific to a fat bike. You can ride whatever bike you want. But because right. it's in January <laughs> right. and the type of terrain we're riding... Use most people, about ninety percent of everybody's on a fat bike. Okay, and how did you do? I got tenth. What? Yeah. Hey, that's awesome. I was that was kind of I was my goal for the race was to get top ten. I did pretty well last year. Uh, it's funny the train was a little bit different this year, so my finish time was an hour slower than last year, but I placed uh, higher because everybody else had the same obstacles to yeah. go through. So Chis- you- chisel plowed cornfield. I was just going to say, so when you're talking about terrain, what are you talking about? It was the worst. It was about four some miles of chisel plowed field and, and it frozen solid <laughs> dirt. Yeah, it was, it was torture, torture, torture. Did you see anybody having mechanical problems like flat oh, tires yeah. or? No, I don't think I saw any flat tires, but like there was a few different things. I know people were having issues with derailers and stuff like that. Cause it's pretty rough terrain. You get pretty beat up. Mm-hmm. Um, plus it's cold too. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm having a heck of a time determining how many layers or how few layers to wear when I go biking, especially when I'm fat biking, because for me, it takes a lot more energy to ride a fat bike, but it's, it's very easy to get overheated. Yes. So it's like a fine line. I I've seen from what I see, most people tend to overdress Yes. and then, you know, they, and it can be a downfall because you're overdressed and you start sweating a lot quickly. And when you have that much moisture trapped inside later in the ride, that's still there and it starts to get cold and you can't keep warm. Yep. Uh, and I started my race with a base layer and a wool sweater and that was it. Wow. Cause I knew the first 10 miles was going to be one of the hardest part of the race. So I knew it was going to get hot really quick and I wanted that moisture to be able to breathe out and leave my body and right. not get trapped under a shell. Well, it sounds like it worked for you. 10th place. That's pretty cool. So what other kinds of cycling events have you participated in? Um, well, RAGRAI, several, several years. It's mm-hmm. been a couple of years since I've done RAGRAI just because the growth in the business, the summertime is our busiest time and it's hard to get away in the middle of the summer sometimes. Sure. But uh, I used to do it every year. I used to bag out 
to the start of rag every year. That was always one of my favorite things to do. Um, and people, when people say bag out, it means something different to everybody. But yeah, you're right. For you, I'm assuming it means all your gear, your camping stuff, everything is on your bike. Correct. Self-contained. Yeah, that's awesome. I love doing that. Um, uh, but other, other events, other races. So there's, you know, there's a pretty strong cross racing uh, series throughout Iowa, you know, almost every weekend for three months, you can, you can race and a cross race. So we do that. Um, and we also sponsor a lot of events like that. So, you know, we try to attend anything that we're sponsoring. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, what keeps you motivated to do these sorts of events? Uh, personally, just it's, I like being around that crowd and around that kind of environment. Yeah. I, you know, and the people, I just, those, you know, those are my friends and that's what they do, that kind of thing. And I just, you know, I know a lot of people in the state that do that kind of stuff. So it, it's, it's an opportunity that I get to see those people that I don't normally get to see. Um, um, but then professionally, you know, being, you know, having a business that's catering specifically to that market and that industry, it behooves me to, to be involved in that community. Uh, you know, I try, and I, that's one of my, philosophies with my business is I is community growth and development as well you know not mm-hmm. just making a living off that community but also being a part of it help growing it and help facilitate that growth definitely and that leads me to my next question so when you're not racing or riding you run a business and that business caters to uh, the bicycling industry so tell the listeners exactly what this business is all about yes uh so bike rags we are a custom apparel business. We screen print, embroider, um, do, we do a lot of uh, soft goods, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, that kind of stuff. So we, you know, we work with a lot of bike shops, a lot of small bike teams, that kind of thing. Anything bicycling related, um, uh, a lot of event t-shirts, stuff like that. So uh, we've, but we've also been in the last year and a half been uh, developing a custom jersey and, and sublimated product, products. Oh, nice. Um, program. So we're we're going to be releasing that this year at the Iowa Bike Expo here in a few weeks. So we're getting those kind of final touches put together. Um, so uh, we've also been developing relationships with other manufacturers uh, so we can offer uh, essentially head-to-toe uh, custom apparel, defeat socks we have a relationship with. So we can do your custom socks for them. Um, Club Ride is a is is a is an apparel biz- a company. They do casual kind of mountain bike style, uh, casual riding apparel where it's technical gear, but it looks, it has a casual look mm-hmm. to it. We have an account with them. We've been given the blessing to, to be able to print on their garments as well. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's what we do. So you'll have a booth at the upcoming Iowa bike expo, which is January 27th coming that's up pretty quick. Less than two weeks. Yeah. Wow. Are you ready? I have no, <laughs> but we will be. <laughs> Hopefully. Good. Well, if people can't come to the expo to meet you and talk to you about biking and about uh, clothing, how can they find you? Uh, we have a website, www.bikeragsapparel.com. Uh, you can easily email me directly at info at bikeragsapparel.com. Or you can stop into our shop, which is here in Cedar Rapids at uh, 1718 C Street Southwest. And it's in a cool building. Yeah, it's an old service station. Yeah, really cool building. Um, Well, back to biking. What's one must-see place in Iowa that you like to ride your bike? There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Essentially, any gravel road is is I'm fond of. uh, But I also like to mountain bike too, ride single track. And Decorah is is kind of an unknown 
not not as much as it used to be. It's starting to get a lot more notoriety, but there is some really beautiful single track up there, and the train up in Decorah is awesome. The town itself is awesome. Uh, there's some really good breweries up there, so it's a really great weekend getaway. There's also paved trails. There's campsites. It's it's a, just a cool area to to go spend a weekend, and you can see some pretty cool stuff on a bike. And it's going to test your skills too, because it's really it's, hilly. Yeah, there. it is. It is especially, and that's what that's what makes for the the really good mountain biking up there is is the the amount of elevation, the up and down. You know, you're not just pedaling flat trails. You're you're getting some flow, and yeah, yeah and that's what makes it for yeah. me. That's what makes mountain biking fun. So one quick gra- gravel question, because I've only done um, a couple. Uh, bike rides where I'm on gravel um, more by chance than by choice (laughs) and I panic like I'll see the gravel and then immediately you know my muscles get all tense and uh, I remember uh, Coop uh, Craig Cooper told me one time always look ahead don't look straight down at the gravel look ahead so that you're not trying to dodge all the rocks but still I will you know I'll be going along just fine and then I'll start panicking and I'll have to slow down or I'll have to put my foot down so, any advice for new gravel riders? Uh, tire pressure. Oh, tire pressure. Tire, tire size and tire pressure. I mean, if you're on a road bike with skinny tires that you're running 100 pound pressure, that's not ideal in any way for gravel. Is that why the rocks shoot out yes, the side? Yes. Aha. Now, if you have a little bit wider tire, 32 centimeters you know, or millimeters, um, and you you know you lower your pressure to absorb those rocks, then you don't feel them, and you know you you can ride comfortably uh-huh. and and it's very much true you guys look ahead and that's the exact same philosophy for mountain biking is you always look 15 feet ahead of you if you're looking uh. at your tire you're always you're never going to be able to follow a line um it's it's just so much easier if, as long as you keep your head your your head up your eyes ahead of you and and it's easier to follow that line i'm gonna have to practice that maybe when it gets a little bit warmer than nine Gra- degrees gravel is not <laughs> yeah yes <laughs> that's for sure Gravel is not as scary as a, as a lot of people think, and like I said, it's it's just small adjustments you can make to your bike to make it a lot easier. Yeah, that air pressure—that's a great tip. Thank you. Uh, so, last question. So, you've done Ragbri. Uh, Ragbri is known for amazing pie. What was your what is your favorite pie? Uh, it's a really tough choice. All of the pie. All, <laughs> all of the pie. All of the pie. Um, I'm. I, I typically lean towards uh, pecan pie. Oh, yeah. But I had a peach pie just the other day, and it was one of the best pies I've had in a long time. So peach might be my new favorite for a mm. while. With ice cream or without? I I could go either way. Yep. I don't need the ice cream, but yep. if it's there, yeah, I'll take it. But I can eat pie just by itself. Yeah. It's all about the crust, too. It's yes, got to be absolutely. like church lady, old grandma <laughs> crust. Flaky, Larry, yes. nice, yes. <laughs> Well, Tony, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It was really fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, Just Go Bike listeners, I leave you with this quote from Hogg's Law. The amount of junk is in direct proportion to the amount of space available. Think about it. Well, hello, everybody. This is Andrea, and this is Paratalk. I've migrated a little bit today, and I flew on over to the Iowa Bicycle Coalition. So I'm recording today with Kathy Murphy, a.k.a. Murph of Murphology. A.k.a. Murph is in the house. Yeah. Actually, you're in my house. Yeah, I'm in your (laughs) house. So, you know, get used to it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So we thought we'd take this chance to talk about a couple of our projects that we have coming up. Um, One of my, we just finished wrapping up um, the awesomest video we've made yet about um, Pigtails Ride. 
It's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, it better be awesome because of how freaking cold it was when we filmed that video. <laughs> we tried to act like it didn't look like it was cold, but it was cold. It was yeah. really cold. Yeah. And, you know, most birds are more fit for a more temperate climate. So, you know, <laughs> I've had a little trouble with that, but um, I think I'll survive. Um, so that video will be coming out later and we'll talk about that a little bit later on this bear talk. Um, the first event that Murph and I have coming up is something we've talked about before, um, the draft party, um, which is basically a, it, we say it's beer, bikes, and entrepreneurship, like kind of networking event that we have coming up. This one, Murph, how many have we done already? Is this four? This will be our fifth draft. Holy cow. I know. We're pros by we're now. We're basically pros. So Murph and I will emcee the event. So you'll be able to see us there. Um, give us a high five, whatever. Um, so that's on January 25th at AJ's on East Court. AJ's on East Court, because I talk really fast. I said to say it again. Um, so we'll be there, and um, it's going to be really exciting. We're going to have a whole bunch of different cool speakers. And the cool thing about uh, Draft is that it is a People for Bikes event, mm -hmm. which is a national nonprofit company that we work with at the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, as well as you do with Ragbri. Yeah, so that's do. pretty cool. Um, and this year... We have five speakers lined up already. Actually, we have more than that because some of the companies have multiple speakers. Yeah, which that's kind of cool. Pretty sweet. So we maybe we won't be able to tell all our great jokes like well, we normally do. I'll fit a couple in. I mean, <laughs> my best ones. Okay, my best material. Okay. Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Quote unquote best. <laughs> uh, but um, the cool thing is that it's a fast-paced event. Each speaker only talks for five to ten minutes. So it's. Boom, 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 bikes, bikes, bikes. And then you have a little time afterwards to network and talk about what you're more interested in and talk to these speakers about their areas of expertise. Should we tell them who the speakers are? Well, maybe we should. All right. All right. The first one in the lineup is our two people from Adventure Cycling named Steve and Mike. Um, and they'll just be talking about that organization. Yep. Which is a national organization. It's pretty cool. Mm hmm. Yep. And about cycling adventures <laughs> adventures in cycling <laughs> yeah so they're really excited about it i know um i'm not totally sure what their exact topic is going to be but i'm looking forward to that one yeah me too um the next one on the lineup rdg planning and design and they're out of des moines um i believe that they're responsible for a lot of work done at the high trestle trail oh cool and there's like a pretty sweet award they won or I don't something pretty exciting that yeah. they'll be telling us about so that's going to be Corey and Davis are both speaking well based on your quizzes for morphology that's one of the more popular bike rides in yeah. Iowa so yeah good job them is. yeah so then next in the lineup are um, Kim and Lisa from Velarosa Cycling and if you've been a longtime listener you'll recognize them from one of my earlier interviews I did when the podcast was first starting and they're two really awesome ladies who started from a cycling group, they started a cycle clothing company. Oh, nice. And so it's all women's clothing. So it fits right. And it's more appropriate for women to be wearing. Very so, cool. And it's really cool designs, really well thought out designs that are kind of, they're cute, but like not patronizingly cute. Right. So <laughs> I like that. Um, so they'll be talking about their company and what what's new for them. Okay. And then after that, we've got uh, Brandy, who is with a fairly new organization in the Des Moines area called Black Girls Do Bike. And that's part of a national organization. I believe um, she told me that they have over 75 chapters across Whoa. the United States. So it's a pretty cool thing that Des Moines has it now. And she's really, really excited to tell us all a little bit about 
the organization called Black Girls Do Bike. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so then our last speaker is our friend, uh, the Bacon King, uh, Brooks Reynolds, who will be talking about the Bacon Ride, which is another bike ride we have coming up. Um, probably, it's after Pigtails, but before Ragbri. So right. it's like Father's Day weekend kind of sandwiched. Right. Um, but anyway, so he'll be talking about what's new on the Bacon Ride this year and kind of how that came to be and who knows what Brooks sell, what other stuff Brooks is going to be talking about. Yeah. That's why we, we made him last. Yeah. So it's kind of anyone's guess. <laughs> Could be very exciting. Yeah. So, um, stay tuned for that. Yeah. So anyway, it's always a good time. Um, last year, our last draft we did, we had a lot of, um, drop-ins for like fun guests and interesting guests and a lot of good conversation. Yeah, and the fun part about Draft, so it's at AJ's, which is on East Court. We already said that. They mm-hmm. have um, amazing bike parking. So if by oh, chance cool. it's nice enough weather to bike, you can bike there. But once you're inside, it's all about, like what you said, the beers, the biz, and the bike. And then at the very end, um, what you can do is if you want to take the mic for 30 seconds and say you know something exciting that's going on mm-hmm. in the Des Moines area, that's what you're referring to at our last one. We had a lot yeah. of people that wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they are welcome to do so because it kind of adds a nice flavor to it so it's not all just like corporate talk and it almost none of it is just corporate talk but it's like more homegrown stuff so definitely okay so that'll be draft and that's just around the corner so hopefully we'll see you there um and you something know. else amazing happens on january 25th but I, oh do you know oh you know what murph <laughs> i do remember now that you said that um that is when pigtails and bacon registration opens whoa 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 i know and you better sign up as soon as possible because you want to get that fat discount on your registration definitely so you know we don't do like group discounts but we do early bird discounts so you know you know i love an early bird so <laughs> You like anything bird. I do. Yeah. Well, you know, so. Um, so pigtails, this is going to be our second pigtails ride yes. ever. Ever. Last year was awesome. We had a, over 600 participants, females, mm-hmm. and um, it was rainy, cold weather, but still everybody had a blast. And so we're excited about pigtails too. Um, the actual event is May 19th, but like you said, January 25th, mm-hmm. get yourself registered, grab your friends. Yep. It's a good time to start thinking about what you're going to be doing for the biking year, kind of planning out your schedule. Yeah. I mean, I'm not a huge planner, but I like to block in a couple of fun events to kind of get myself trained and motivated to be prepared to handle the ride across the state. So, definitely. Um, you know, and another fun thing is we just got the jerseys in for pigtails and they're they look so good. They are I'm pretty so awesome. excited. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know who designed those, but they did a good job. I'm pretty sure I do know who designed yeah. them. <laughs> so, but this year, last year we had a Gemini tank, which is a primal product. And it's like a, basically a cycling tank top with a built-in like shelf bra. Mm-hmm. But this year we're kind of, we're going to have that, but we're also going to have something slightly different. Murph, you want to talk about that? Yeah, it's um, it's actually called a mountain bike jersey. But the nice mm-hmm. thing is it's a little bit looser fitting. It's long sleeve. It has built-in pockets with zippers on them. Mm-hmm. So it's really, really cool to be able to have the choice of, yes. you know, if you're going to be tan and fit all summer long, go for the Gemini tank. Mm-hmm. If maybe you want a little bit more warmth or a little bit more uh, uh, sun Coverage. Oh, coverage. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go for the uh, mountain bike jersey. So yeah. they'll both be available. Um, you get to take your pick. So one or but the other. You have to choose when you register. Yep. So, you know, 
put lay down your cards you know or whatever that's saying <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but it's kind of cool and they both look really good and you'll be able to take a sneak peek of those at the iowa bike expo on mm-hmm. the tw- saturday the 27th which is the same day as the route announcement party right so they'll have a booth there at the expo and we'll have them online too but like if you want to see them in person because jerseys always look better in person mm-hmm. so you can stop by the booth and check them out there excellent so that's just our little mini wrap up of what we got coming up um we would love to see you at the draft event or um at the iowa bike expo we'll be at both um and yeah see you there well hey thanks for tuning in to another edition of the just go bike podcast it's been a fun ride this week. Uh, lots of great interviews, lots of cool stuff going on in our state of Iowa. So thanks for tuning in each and every week. And this podcast could not be possible with some great sponsors. So who is this podcast sponsored by, Mark? Well, this is made possible by Think Iowa City and its curious surrounding communities. Bikes to You, one of the official Ragbride charters and a great, great bike shop. And finally, Primal Wear. Uh, that uh, famous jersey company that does custom jerseys out of out of Denver, Colorado. If you're looking for custom jerseys, shorts, accessories, Primalware is the place you want to go. Well, very cool. And all three of those individuals or sponsors, if you will, will be involved at the Iowa Bike Expo or at the Rag Rai Red Announcement Party. So looking forward to seeing our friends from each and every one of those. And thank you for continuing your support of the Just Go Bike Podcast. So if you haven't already subscribed to the Just Go Bike Podcast, make sure you hit us up on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, whatever you get your or wherever you get your your podcast from. Be sure to to you know bookmark that I that uh that one from iowa that's generating lots of lots of fun on the bike the just go bike podcast so thank you for tuning in each and every week and uh mark you have any final thoughts you want to leave us with yeah i got a quote that i found from lech walensa now he's mm. the uh you know i'm part polish, polish so polish so. uh um yeah he's the uh polish uh, uh politician labor, labor advocate and and he said this i thought this is great i'm lazy but it's lazy people that invented the wheel and the bicycle because they didn't like walking or carrying things. I think that's pretty true. That's good. That's good. That's a, it brings up conjures methods of Jack Stubiisms to me <laughs> of, uh, you know, there's always a, a better way to do it. And right. um, so very cool that, you know, being part Polish, I, I, I appreciate that from coming from, from, from Lech. So, All right. Well, hey, let's just get out there and bike. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer.